Rabbi say a good morning, a good afternoon. And this recording is being recorded not on Erev Shabbos Kodesh, but Erev Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Uh, I was unsure if I was going to make a recording this week as it's Erev Pesach. We're all involved with the uh, cleaning of the houses, cleaning of the cars, making sure that we're getting ready for our storium. And there's a lot to do. So I felt that perhaps I wouldn't have time. But I, after contemplating, I said, you know what? There's so many halachas and so many insights that I could share and hopefully have an impact. So we're going to try to uh, jump into things and to give us the best that we can in order to enhance our Shabbos and our Arab Shabbos and the entire Pesach. So this Shabbos Kodesh is Parshat Tzav. It's Erev Pesach. It's Erev Shab. It's Erev Pesach Shachalios B'Shabbos. For those of us, for those of you in Chutzlarz, you'll have not only a Shabbos but also two day, two Sedarim, two days of Yantif. For those of us in Eretz Yisrael, Baruch Hashem, we have Erev, we have Shabbos Kodesh plus Matzah Shabbos, which is going to be the Leil Seder, and we only have one day of Yantif. But there's so much to prepare. There's so much to do. So let's talk about a little bit about Parshas Tzav for a second. And just to say over a quick vart, Parshas Tzav starts out, Vaydaber Hashem al-Moshe Lamer. Tzav is Aaron is one of Lamer. HaKadosh Baruch does Moshe Lamer to command Aaron and his children, saying, Zeis Torah, so this is the Torah of the Oila. And the Torah, the Pasuk completes, and the Pasuk continues, Speaking about the Korban Oila, Rashi points out that the Lashon of Tzav is unique. Why is it so, so unique? So Rashi says, why, do, why don't we use the Lashon of Amira? We could have said, Emor Aaron or Dabrel Aaron. Why do we use the Lashon of Tzav? So Rashi says, oh, because over here, it's a Zeruz, you have to be Mazaris for the moment, for Miyad, Uladeris. Why? Because whenever we use, uh, whenever we're, out, we're involved in the mitzvah that has a Chisarin kiss, which has, for the simple understanding is, when there's a monetary loss, then you need more zrizus. When a person has to take money out of his pocket and he doesn't get any benefit out of it, then it's always very, very hard for him to complete that mitzvah. And other karbanas, we were able to have, the kayim was able to eat from the carbon, was able, like, well, we're going to have carbon Pesach. Carbon Pesach, we can eat from the carbon Pesach. We should be zaycha this year to eat from the carbon Pesach. But the oila is kulay kalil. The oila is the oila al-maykal mezbeach. You have to burn the entire thing, therefore you get nothing out of it. Uh, over here we need a special Lashon of Zerizus. In the Hasidic Shesvarim, they bring down a, a different interpretation, and they explain it in such a fashion with two different uh, two different ways of looking at it. Number one is is that we know that the Esauri is always fighting the battle in order to stop a person from doing mitzvahs. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a Eitzah, and that is that every limb in a person's body has a certain covering. For instance, the eyes have the eyelids in order for a person to keep away from seeing things he shouldn't see. The ears have earlobes, which a person can use if he wants to really to cover his ears, not to hear things. <coughs> the, the the tongue has a mouth, which a person can close, not to speak Lashonara, not to speak Nivalpeh. But there's one place, which is a fertile place, which is very, very hard for a person to stop his thoughts from happening, and that's the Machshavas. The mind is a fertile place and if a person thinks, and a person doesn't use his mind properly, then for sure he can, he can get to the area of Hirhurim, of Hirur Halev, which is why we bring the carbon Oila. Carbon Oila is brought al Hirur Halev. And therefore, a different insight into the words of Rashi. 
we say over here, Lashon of Tzav, over here a person has to be quicker and a person has to have an exhilarated feeling that I have to control myself. Why? Because over here there's a chisar and kiss. Kiss over here doesn't mean monetary, it means covering. There's no there's no way for a person to stop his machshavas with a physical manifestation. A person has to overcome it. The Rambam says that the Yetzirah for Arayas is so great and it only happens to a person who's panoi min but a person that fills his thoughts with Torah, the Torah is the greatest way for a person to combat himself. And even with a Chisarin case, it's possible to have his Rizus. Another insight into this Indian is that we know that the Gemara says, It's greater a person who has a Tzivoy, who has a command to do mitzvahs, like Kla Yisrael, that is Mitzvah in 613 mitzvahs. It's greater, you get more reward why? Because the Yetzirah is always trying to combat a person that has a command. That's the derech of the Yetzirah. When he sees that a person is obligated, then he tries to stop him from doing the mitzvahs, tries to get him to do averus. But a person that's ain't a mitzvah and he could do it and not do it, like a like a, like a guy, he's not a, a non-Jew, he's not obligated to mitzvahs, he doesn't have such a Yetzirah. But a Yid has a Yetzirah because there's a, there's a tzivoy. And that's the pshat. Where there's a tzivoy, then a person needs more zrizus, and we, Baruch Hashem, we're mezaras ourselves. We're thinking about the, the mitzvahs of Pesach. One of the great, great Hasidish Rebbes once said, it's an amazing, amazing thing, that people would, uh, would be caught at the border for smuggling, and there you needed guards in order to stop a person from crossing the border, because every person's trying to smuggle. But when it comes to Pesach, we see there are no guards. There's no one that's stopping people. And still people are cleaning and cleaning and cleaning, getting rid of any, any single breckle, anything of pirer, any single crumb left over of, of, of uh, chametz. We remove from the homes. Why? Because Kla Yisrael understands that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim and he gave us the mitzvah, he gave us the mitzvahs of not having chametz in the Pesach, which represents the Yetzirah, the Sar Shabbat We don't need any guards, we're able to do it on our own. And this is a great, great, great uh, way of looking at the Yom Tov. Just thinking, which I always say when we get closer to Pesach, that Pesach is a phenomenon that we see that people throughout the generations were most nefesh for Pesach. And even today, people that don't have an upbringing of Pesach they don't have an upbringing of, of, of mitzvahs, but when it comes to Pesach, for some reason, they keep Pesach, they keep some sort of Seder of Pesach, they understand that there's a matzah, they understand there's yayin. This is the time period when Klai Yisrael was made into a nation, and this remains with Klai Yisrael. Even the Chilonim, they know there's the, the, the four cups of wine, they know, they know the Manishtana, they know the Moror, they know the matzah, and this is a great schus for Klai Yisrael. Rabbi Sai, this year, as we said, it's a Erev Pesach Chalias B'Shabbos. I want to quickly just go through some halachas, just for everyone to familiarize themselves with many of the things that your your Abanah might have heard about. You might know it from the past. I'll just give a quick overview for anyone that didn't have a chance to learn the halachas. This year, we're going to have Bedikas Chametz on Thursday night, which is really way before the time of 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 uh, the Isser, but still. 
we want to involve ourselves in the mitzvah of B'dikas Chometz. And at nighttime, after we do the B'dikas Chometz in our homes, then we do say a certain bittel. In the morning, we're going to burn the Chometz as we do every year. We're going to do it at the proper time. Every person in this place should know when the proper time to do it. Um, and even though it's Erev Shabbos this year, and we're really a day ahead, but still the minig is to burn the chametz. But there's one difference is we don't say the bitul chametz, the complete bitul chametz, the normal nusach, which we would say after we burn the chametz. That we're not going to say until Shabbos morning, when we're going to have the rest of our chametz, which we're going to eat, and we're going to remove it. We'll discuss that in a second. Then we're going to make the bitul at that time. Another halacha which is important to note that uh, you can eat chametz the entire Erev Pesach, er, er, excuse me, Erev Shabbos. And um, another halacha which people might not be aware of, that normally there's halacha on, on Erev Yantif that after Chatzais, a person, on, on Erev Pesach, a person should not do malacha. It's learned out from a special limud. But this year, because Erev Pesach, Erev Shabbos is earlier, you're allowed to do malacha, and therefore it's neget, a person didn't, take a haircut, or didn't shave, you can do that all the way until Shabbos, until the the entire era of Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos, we're going to eat, be eating, uh, excuse me, we're going to be preparing for Pesach, and I'm sure all the homes are going to be having only Pesach food, and only Pesach Kalim, but there's one thing that we do have to do, we have to have Lechem Mishnah, uh, without getting into all the halachas, uh, I just tell you what the meaning that I have, which is to have pitot, because pitot are less crummy. If you do have matzah, if you do have um, chalas or rolls that you're going to eat, just make sure that you uh, either eat it next to a plastic, which you can fold up and you can throw out, and the crumbs you can flush down the toilet the following day. Um, but pitas are the way that we go. Some people have other minhagim. Some people have... Uh, matzah shira. I'm not going to go into all the halachas. Just telling you what our minig is. So leil Shabbos, a person would make kiddush and have lechem mishnah. You try not to have it on the same table with any kalim, which a pesach dik. So some people you, either you do it on a porch, which you can see your dining room from, and then you can go into the dining room and you could eat the rest of the meal, and that's considered kiddush b'makom suda. Shabbos morning, the minig is to wake up early because we have to eat uh, the chametz before the time. Here in Eretz all the time is either 10.15 or 10.41, depending upon the Magan Avram and the Gra. Everyone should find out what the time is in their local uh, area where they're living. And uh, our minig is to dab masikin, or definitely a lot earlier, in order to have proper time to be able to eat the Lecha Mishnah. And because there's an Indian of Shalashudas, some people have the minig to break up the morning meal into two meals and to wash, have, let's say, a first course bench and then have a break. A break could be between 20 and 30 minutes, which is not easy for everybody, or go for, uh, to go for a walk to make it like it's a real break and then to come back and then to wash again on chametz and then be able to have your second suda. And as long as you finish eating the chametz before the proper time, then you can continue your Suda later. Some people will just have one Suda in the morning, they'll dive in an early Mincha, and then afterwards, they'll be out to the Mitzvah of Shalashudas, not necessarily with Chametz, 
because you can't eat chametz anymore, but they'll have fruits, and there's certain shittas that you're allowed to be out with, with, with fruits, um, without getting to all the halachas of eating uh, chametz, um, Pesach foods, uh, not chametz foods, but Pesach foods on, on Erev Yantif. We're going to leave that, that you'll have to search it out or speak to your local rabbi exactly what you'll have to eat on the later Suda. Um, we don't eat on Erev Pesach in order to have an appetite from the uh, 10th hour. And um, we are going to be not be able to prepare for the Seder until after Matzah Shabbos when we're going to make uh, Havdalah. You make Havdalah in your davening. And if the woman is preparing the table, she can make Havdalah after she lights the candles. She can make Havdalah by saying, Amavdal ben Kodesh le Kodesh. Because we're being Mavdal between Shabbos and Yontif. So it's Kodesh le Kodesh. And then when the husband comes home, we make what's called Yak Nahaz, which is Yayin Kiddush near Havdalah and Zaman. And that's a special, unique thing which we have this year. Uh, this Shabbos, Rabbi Zai, uh, is a Gavaldika Shabbos. And it's brought down in Tzvarim HaKadoshim that the Chassam Soifer says that Erev Pesach Shechal Yis is a day which is Mesugal for the Gula. Because we know that there was a Shailah if the Korban Pesach was, 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 which is brought on, on Yudalid was Shechted on Shabbos Kodesh. And it says the Bnei Beseira, the Gemara says in Pesachim, they forgot the Halacha until Hillel Azokin came along and he taught us that the Pasuk says, Ubnei Yisrael, Vayasu Bnei Yisrael, Sapesach Bemohada, which teaches us that the, teaches us that the Korban Pesach is Doich Shabbos, like other Korbanas, that's Doich Shabbos, and therefore, you're allowed to bring the Korban Pesach on Shabbos. I can only say that we hope and pray that this year we should be Zoich, that the Korban Pesach should be brought on Erev Shabbos, who knows? It might, excuse me, on, on Erev Pesach, on Shabbos. The Chassam Seifer says that the Shabbos is Mesugal and Roy for Gula, like we say in the Aftarah, Va'ar Hashem Minchas Yehuda Bishalayim. And then the Pesach says, Ve'hine Anoichi Shalechachem Es Hanavi. We know that before Mashiach comes, Hanavi is going to come. And the Chassam Seifer explains, just like we know that we left Mitzrayim on the Tesvav Benisan. And we know that Benisin, we were Nigalu and Benisin Asidin Ligoel. So therefore, the time, the best time for the Asidin Ligoel is on Tesvav Nisan. And Rabbi Nachamendo Mirimanov said that we know that normally, in order for Mashiach to come, Eliyah Novi has to be Mavasir, and there's a Kabbalah that he will come a day before, which means Eliyahu Navi will come on Yudalit Nisan, in order to tell us that Mashiach is going to come on Tesvav Nisan. But on the other hand, there's a kasha, because Chazal say that Eliyahu Navi doesn't come on Erev Shabbos or Erev Yantif, because since the women and people are preparing for Shabbos and Yantif, people, since people are involved with that, therefore they won't be able to pull themselves away in order to hear the good news. But this year, where all the preparations are going to be done before Shabbos, and Shabbos Kodesh is going to be a day of rest, and everything is prepared. So therefore, Eliyahu Novi can, can come, and that's why we know that this Shabbos is a Shabbos which is Mesugul for the Gula Asida. 
And there's no question, Rabbi Zai, that we're feeling that as we have gone through a year of corona, and we remember what last year Pesach was like, all alone in our homes here in Eretz Yisrael. We weren't able to have our children and grandchildren. It was a very, very difficult, difficult time for many of us. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we see, is bringing the lights of Nisim into our world. And therefore, we have to be assured that if we daven and we keep all the mitzvahs, that just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought the Nisim to Klai Yisrael in Mitzrayim, it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will also bring for us. And we see clearly everything is not Alpidar Chateva. We just had an elections yesterday, and at this point it looks like no uh, group is able to form a government. Some people could look at it as a disappointment, or other people could look at it as a proof that a Baruch Hu is ruling the world. And there's no Eitzah, and there's no Tfuna, that we have to recognize that it's not up to man to be able to bring the, to be able to, to, to govern, but it's up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that wants to allow government to govern. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that governs. And we've seen it throughout the entire year, Rabbi Zayn. The entire year has been a, a year of, of an element of recognizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu he brought the corona, and you know you could look at it in different ways. There were definitely there were many many things which were tough, many losses of lives until the, until our very day. We've had dear ones and loved ones that have left us, and at the same time, Hakadosh Baruch has watched over us. So we have to recognize that through the days of Bedika and Bittul, and the Haggadah, and the Dalit Kaisis, which all connected to Dalashana Shogula, the connection between family, Rabbi Zai. Such an important thing to recognize, especially Erev Shabbos, Erev Pesach Shechalios B'Shabbos, where Klaus or Shabbos Haggadah, where Klaus took the Seh, took the Paschal Lamb, which was the Avodah Zorah of the Egyptians, and they tied it to the bedposts. And I saw it brought down, what's the meaning of tying it to the bedpost? Because Klai Yisrael recognizes that our homes, that's the place where we accept upon ourselves the yoke of heaven. The rest of the, of the religions, they might go to their churches, they might have hymns, and they might sing songs. But as soon as they leave their places of worship, their homes especially are not places of correct way of living a life. While a Jewish home is a home which is surrounded by mitzvahs and maizim tayyim and mezuzahs. That's what we hope, that's what we emulate, that our homes, and that's why we put the Pesach, the Seh, in the Kare Hamita to show us that our homes are homes which are filled with removal of Avodah Zorah and putting ourselves into the proper framework. And this is the time period where the Mishpacha Rabbi Zayn, the Igalat Halabincha, to speak the miracles, the Nisim, the Niflos, that HaKadosh Baruch did for us in Mitzrayim, and he has done for us throughout the generations. No question, every Yitzia that we've gone through, be it inquisitions, be it the persecutions of Jews throughout the exiles, be it the Holocaust, HaKadosh Baruch 
has been with us, HaKadosh Baruch has watched over us, HaKadosh Baruch has taken care of us. And the main thing is to make a Kiddush Shem Shemayim. I have to say that yesterday, there was a video that went out from Reb Gershon Edelstein Shlita, the Rashiva of Panovich, a man who was 97 years old, and he walked from his house over a half a kilometer in order to vote in the elections. And he went out publicly in the Yeshiva Baruch and they sang and they danced. And he went to Mesiris Nefesh. And the other Gedolim went out, went out Mesiris Nefesh. And the main message is that we go and we follow the footsteps of our great leaders in order to be Mekadosh Shem Shemayim. The purpose is to Mekadosh Shem Shemayim. And I want to mention something. I said over many, many years ago, and it could be a people now today, they don't even remember it. There was an Israeli astronaut. His name was Ilan Ramon. He went up in a <coughs> in a, a spacecraft in an American launch into the into the um, out of the world, and we know there was I think it was called the Challenger, and the Challenger blew up, and he died, and he together with the other astronauts, he was the only foreign astronaut that went up. Now, it's, it's worthwhile to know that Ilan Ramon was a child of Holocaust survivors. His his grand his, I think his grandparents went to Auschwitz, and his parents survived, and and he survived. And when he went into outer space, even though he wasn't a religious Jew, but he he said that he represents the Jewish people. So he took a few Jewish items. If I'm not mistaken, he took a microscopic uh, copy of a Sefer Torah. He had a mezuzah. He had tefillin. He asked that he should only eat kosher food, which is an amazing, amazing thing. And I said over once in a drasha that I gave many, many years ago, there are many, many people throughout the Gullahs that were Makadah Shem Shemayim, but there was only one person that was Makadah Shem Shemayim Bashamayim, Ilan Ramon. Literally, he was, he, 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 he kept Shabbos, he kept Kashras, he had a Sefer Torah, he, w- he went up in an rocket ship and he made a Kiddush Shemayim Bashamayim in the heavens. And this is a lesson for all of us. The lesson is that what HaKadosh Baruch wants is that we should be Mekadosh Shemayim. And that's the message we want to give over to our children. That th- this is really what it's all about. Um, I want to say over just two quick varts on the Haggadah. You'll have something for the Haggadah as well. And that will be the end of this particular recording. We know the famous story of the uh, Talmidim, of the four people, Meiser, Belezer, Ben Azariah, Rebbe Kiva, Shoyim Mesubim, And when it came to time for Higiyazban, Kriyash, Mashal Shacharis, so the Talmidim, they came in, they said, Rebbe's, it's time for the Zman of Kriyash, Mashal Shacharis. And there's a question which I saw brought down in this Gavalika Sefer, that the truth is, is that Krishma, you're allowed to say Krishma quietly. So it could be that when a person is speaking and learning, like the Gemara says in Masech the Brachas, if there's a shir that's going on, you're allowed to say Krishma properly. So how did the Talmudim know that their Rebbe's didn't say Krishma quietly? The answer is that we know there's a machlakis in the Gemara Brachas, if the words uvkumecha, which is that either it's talking about the time period which is the morning and the night, the time period of Beshachbach when you go to sleep, and the time period when you get up. Or the Shita is like Beshamai, 
which is that it's talking about the action, what a person should do. Beis Hillel says it's a time period. Beis Shammai says, no, when it comes to the morning, you have to stand up for Kriyashma. And at nighttime, you have to do it in a sleeping position. The Gemara in Brocha says that Rebelezer ben Azariah, he held like Beis Shammai, that the words Ubekumecha means standing up. And therefore, since Rebelezer ben Azariah was one of the Tanoim that was sitting there in Ben Abrak, so the Talmidim, what did they say? It says, They were Masubin, they were in a reclining position. So therefore, that's Tepshat. The Talmidim, they saw that he was reclining, they knew that he wasn't standing, and he yelled like, Therefore, they said, Rebbe, he gives man Kriyashma shal shacharis. Why did they say he gives man Kriyashma shal shacharis? They could have said, gives man shal Kriyashma. They would have automatically known that it's the man Kriyashma shal shacharis. The answer is no. Now you have to stand up. You can't be reclining. And that's Pshat in that little piece in the Haggadah. We know that at the end of the uh, first part of the Haggadah, we have a special bracha which we say, and uh, we all exclaim it together, and we it's really based upon a Mishnah in Masech Tepsachim. And the Mishnah in Masech Tepsachim says that first of all, every generation is obligated to, to, to consider themselves as if they left Mitzrayim, and then, the, then we say, before we drink the second cup, we have to give praises, whole long Megillah, and we say, and this is an important thing, message for us all to recognize, is constantly taking us out, from Avdus Lacheris Miyogan Lasim Chameivli Yantuf, and then there's a machlekes in the Mishnah. Some people say you say Aim Ad Aim Abanim Smeicha. Basil says Ad Chalamish Lamaino Mayim, and then we're Chaisim Begulula. And Rip Tarfin says that we say an extra pasuk. Asher Gaalnu Vegol Selaseni Mitzrayim Kodesh Baruch took us out of Mitzrayim. Rabbi Kiva added on an extra piece. And this is the piece that we say in the in the in the in the, in the Yagoda. Just like Hakadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim, Cain, Hashem Elokeinu, Vechulu Yagienu Lamoadim Uluregalim Achem. Hakadosh Baruch Hu should bring us to other Yom Tovim. Habayim Ekoseinu L'Shalom Esmeichem Mivin Yenirecha V'Sasim B'Avedesecha V'Noicha Shomer Esvachem B'Sachim Ad Baruch Ato Hashem Gal Yisrael. So we see there's an extra Indian according to Rabbi Akiva to speak about the gula that we're going to have in the future. We're connecting it to the gula asida. Why dafka Rebekiva? Someone pointed out Rebekiva is the Mand Omar in the Gemara at the end of Sof Makis, where there was a question where the Shualim was in the Beis HaMikdash and everyone was crying and Rebekiva was laughing. And the Mishnah in Masech Makis at the end of Masech Makis, you'll take a look at it, it says that basically Rebekiva he looked at the future. He didn't look at the present. He said, just like we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings us to Golas, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is also going to bring us to Gula. And therefore, Rebbe Kiva was Masachik. Rebbe Kiva was the one that left. Rabbi Sai, this is the message of the Haggadah. No matter how difficult it is, Rebbe Kiva is telling us we are the ones that laugh because we recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is watching over us. There's no question that we have to daven and we have to pray and we have to do the mitzvahs, but we are assured that just like HaKadosh Baruch who took us out of Mitzrayim, 
Kein yagiyenu l'mo'adim l'smachus and b'barcha to Hashem g'al Yisrael. Wishing everyone a bracha that we should be zayichem it's Hashem to the gula shleima to the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu binyan beis hamignosh achilas pesach. Wishing everyone a freilchen freilchen a kashrim pesach. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you and have a wonderful day.